It's a bit cliche what people talk about the Golden Gates, but it's true. You go there and you go, have I done enough good? Have I helped enough people? And I honestly thought, I don't think I have. Bow your head and let your eyelids close on down. Where we're going, you won't need to bring your frown. I'm constantly inspired by my guests, so each week I take 10 minutes to reflect and share some of my own insights after speaking to brilliant founders who have joined me over the past three years and sparked a thought that would go on to impact my world or the way I think. These light bulb moments are brought to you thanks to Dell Technologies, who believe in shining a light on the most inspiring moments in all our lives. Scamp and Dude is a brand that created a community and a common connection amongst women. There are actually very few brands which have managed this and it's testament to the clarity of the vision for this company. It's grown exponentially since I met Jo Touchner-Sharp at her home in season two of my podcast. When we met, Jo opened up to me about the moment her life took a tragic turn when she was diagnosed with a bleed on the brain and how she re-evaluated her life because of it. I think once it had happened, I really kind of battened down the hatches and all I focused on was my kids, my immediate family and my very, very closest friends. And it's almost, I went into survival mode because I didn't know how long I'd have left. I knew I was going to have the surgery after in January because I wanted to have a, a Christmas with my kids and my parents if, it, if I wasn't going to have any more. And it's weird, like the world went very small and I just focused on them and I couldn't even think about business or anything. I just had to just think, I'm just got to get through this for them. I've got to I've got to beat this. That's how it went. And Christmas was a very emotional time. And New Year was very emotional as well. And went in to have the surgery on January the 4th, saying goodbye to the kids was really horrendous. And had the surgery. And then I I came out of it. And when when I came out in intensive care, I remember my husband and my mum coming into intensive care to see me. And my husband said, you had this weird face on you that I've never seen before. It's like the proudest face you've ever had. And it's because I actually, I was so proud that I made it. I was like, and I said to my mum, I made it. And she was like, oh God. And I was just so excited by everything. And the nurses, I remember saying to one of the nurses, I really love your eyebrows. And she was like, okay, thanks. <laughs> but I just was loving You're everything. Just thrilled. Yeah. And her cup of tea, I went, this is the best cup of tea I've ever had in my life. And she must have been thinking, okay, she's just very happy to be alive. Um, but I was, I was just so happy to be, to be there and to be having a second chance and just to be like, right, I've done it. I can get through this now. And then it was after that, I had 10 days where I was in hospital and couldn't see the boys because this side of my head was all shaved. I was cut from here to here, 20 staples. I looked like Frankenstein and my kids couldn't see me like that. So 10 days to be away from your one and three-year-old is a really long time. And I'd never been away from them for longer than maybe two days before. So I lay there a lot of the time just thinking about what I wished had been around to make them feel better when we were apart. And I came up, it was just part of just spending the time, I guess, and thinking of comfort. I came up with the idea of what now is my superhero sleep buddies. I thought, oh, I wish I could have given them a superhero to watch over them. And I wish I could have given them like a cuddly toy superhero. And imagine if it had a pocket on the back and it could have had my photo in 
So they could have said, Mummy's still here, I'm right there, and here's your superhero watching over you. And so that was the start of Scamp and Dude for me. It wasn't called Scamp and Dude there. It was just a little idea of some comfort for, for a child that's not with their parents. And as, as I was facing the surgery as well, one really big memorable moment was, because I knew that I might not make it. It's a bit cliche where people talk about the Golden Gates, but it's true. You go there and you go have I done enough good? Have I helped enough people? And I honestly thought, I don't think I have. I did a 10K run when my dad was ill and raised 2,000 pounds, which is great, but there's not, that's not a lot. <laughs> you know, that's not, an, and it definitely wasn't enough. When I thought that I might be at the end of my life, that definitely wasn't enough good. And I thought to myself, if I make it, I'm, whatever I do next is going to be helping people and it's going to be doing some more good. I want to be prouder than this of my life. Mm. I really need to make that happen. Something I've learned over the years is to keep it simple. There's a notion that nothing is really great, valuable or viable unless it's complicated. Our imposter syndromes make sure of that. I remember someone once telling me that business and life is simple. I thought he was mad. What was he talking about? There's nothing simple about anything I do. And how dare you almost insinuate that? What? Unless I think with this clarity I was somehow dramatising things? A dramatic woman? I now have to admit, though, I get it. But it's taken years to truly understand that he was right. I remember after about a year or so of launching Not on the High Street, people started saying that they wish they'd come up with the idea, as it was simple. And really, it was. It was taking two worlds, customers and small businesses, and introducing them, being the middle ladies, not dealing with warehouses, stock and delivery, just introducing them. I think back to when I was unwell myself in my early 20s, in a marriage that was unhealthy. If I look back, it was simple. I needed to concentrate on myself and get out of the illness and unhappiness. Joe speaks about having that moment at the Golden Gates where nothing else matters in her life. She asked herself if she'd helped enough people and it was very clear the answer which came back, no. The idea was simple too, a comfort toy that children who are suffering, be it with their own illness or their parents, can cuddle that they would not feel alone as a superhero had their back along with a picture of their loved ones right next to them. Never before had this been done, simple but so emotionally intuitive and effective. When this gentleman talked to me about this whole life and business thing needing to be simple, he also expanded on his point. He told me that common sense is not common. Let me repeat this simple statement. Common sense is not common. And so if you always remember this, then you will have confidence in believing in simplicity. Because wouldn't that make life better if it was clearer that the fog of procrastination, perfectionism, overthinking, overworking something was an activity that you tried to avoid? That when you went to do something in your life or business, you asked yourself, is this as simple as it could be? And if the answer is no, you search for a clearer solution. 
All that fluff and stuffing that we can add to ideas and thoughts and situations and relationships are not healthy, even though we think the total opposite. The hours of deliberation going over and over things and dilemmas in our mind somehow add to the gravitas of the solution that we come up with. But probably the exact opposite is true. It's the gut feel you get within a few seconds which should be the fire starter to the conclusion. The product or service idea you come up with to fix a common issue is the idea. That it's the purity, the common sense. The gut feel you have about a relationship is the right one. You just need to stay loyal to that feeling and act on it. It really is incredibly liberating, especially for us women, when we start to adopt this way of thinking. It's helped me so much in life. If you know me, you know I like to think about the end of my life or the days I have on the planet. Like Jo did, she gained so much clarity about her life when she thought she was living her last days. I like to think like this because it brings instant clarity and context to whatever you're building or doing. Is it worth my effort? Is it taking me in the direction I want to travel? Will it help others? Do I need to make a decision? On that one, um, yes is normally the answer. If you look at your life, if you try to clear the decks, make it simple, could you? A big thank you to Dell Technologies who've bought us this episode today. I hope you enjoyed this light bulb moment. To listen to my whole conversation with Joe Touchner Sharp or any of our past founders, search Conversations of Inspiration wherever you get your podcasts. And if this episode has helped you on your journey, I'd be so grateful if you might rate and review to help us reach even more people. Go on. If you've never done it before, it's super simple and it will help me so much. Mm -hmm.